listening to the Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Okay. No, true story that what I just sang was you was Ukrainian. Was Ukrainian. My my sisters and I, I swear to God. Do you know any Ukrainian? No. My sisters and I one year when we were much younger, my parents sent us to Ukrainian school, night school, Ukrainian school. Know this? Yeah, and the only thing I ever learned was deep, deep baba loop it, baba dee loop it, which is like grandpa loves grandma, grandma loves grandpa. And I, I bet you, like, means- I guarantee if my sisters were to listen to this podcast and they heard deep baba loop it, baba dee loop it, they'd start not, singing it too. No, it was probably just the professor like humming a song from the radio. He didn't know the words. A professor. Yeah, your night school. I was four and. <laughs> I was four or I'm five sorry, in night school. I'm sorry, you're the one who was sent to night school. I know. My, my parents wanted to, to How culture. How long were you in culture. night school? Well, I think my parents realized it was a pretty epic fail after like episode after, three. After episode, <laughs> after you came home every day and they were like, Deep, right? Loop it, Bob, and what did you learn today? Okay, anyway. That is not what we're talking about we, today. Uh, Welcome to Ukrainian school, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we talked to um, we, our guest who we will bring in um, in a little bit. We're doing... A little intro first. So basically, Christine, um, she's a licensed acupuncturist, but she also wrote a book on uh, – it's like the dietary – It's called Diet, Diet for, for Great, Great Sex. Sex. Yeah. So she talks Great to topic. us. Great topic. Yeah. So she talks to us all about like the science behind what foods to eat if you want to have great sex and what foods to kind of avoid. And and she means like great sex, like um, things that are like your blood flow is super important because you want like better. Well, we'll let her tell us. No, I know. But like, I think people are like, oh, great sex. What does that mean? Like I have more energy. There's just, it's like such a wide topic. Anyway. Well, great sex involves a lot of things, but she she also does acupuncture. It it certainly revolves around blood flow. Yes. Have you ever had acupuncture? Uh, yeah, I have had acupuncture twice, twice in my life. I'm more of a massage guy personally. (laughs) What? What are you, what, what's funny about that? What, what is wrong with your voice? Do you remember? Have we told the the massage story when we went to Dominican and you got we got a couple's massage? Have we told that story? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> this is not what we're talking about. No, but we got to tell it real quick and then we'll talk about the diet for great sex. So Ryan and I went to Dominican like four, five years ago oh, we went we went for our engagement yes yeah and ryan like got us a couple's massage and so we went and we had the two staff who were working there and i am like a baby when it comes to massages right so i was like i, I hope i get somebody who's like gentle like essentially just if you want to tickle your back my back like i'm fine with that and so we walk up and I'm there's the opposite for yes. the record so we walk up and there's two staff and they're um She's like, you know, I I, one, I can give you one is really petite. Very, very petite. The and the other one, one the other one would kick my ass. Yeah, she would totally kick your ass. So Ryan was like, dips. I, Yeah, I'll take her. <laughs> dips. So we're in the same room, okay? And we're face down in the massage chairs. Everything's going great. <laughs> 
say like halfway through, I hear the sound. Okay, and it's the cream. Okay, at this point, it's but, lube. But no, okay, yeah, whatever. It's not a little lube. It's the oils. But but the essentials. so there's just like there's a lot of it going on, and at the same time, I hear Ryan like grunting in this like not like you're getting a massage way, but like in an awkward way. So I'm like, this is really fucking weird. <laughs> Let's be clear. You thought I was getting a hand job. I did. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do here after this. This is really uncomfortable. Like, do I call her out now? Anyway, long it was story way short. Worse. So, so the massages are done. I have no idea what just happened. And they leave. And Ryan is like. Flustered. You, you No, you're flustered, but you are like fucking dying. And you're trying to tell me what happened, but you're also being quiet because they're right outside the door. I'm like, what is happening? I, I, I wasn't dying as in like laughter. I did. I was, I felt very awkward and somewhat violated. <laughs> So, so there was nothing funny about it. Yes, it's funny it was. now. Now it's hilarious. It's funny now. Okay, so you. I mean, I'll you tell, tell it. You I'll were tell there. the story because I. It I actually. You. I witnessed it. You, you, you heard the, it. I witnessed you would it. <laughs> so picture this: you're in a massage chair. You're in a massage bed. So your head's facing down. There's this little peephole, and this this woman, very strong hands, comes around to massage my shoulders. So my head's down, and she's her. You her, see the tip of her toes. Yeah, I can see her feet, and she's over top of me, massaging me, rubbing my shoulders, real deep massage, real deep massage, and then all of a sudden, her hands start going lower and lower and lower down my back, which is totally fine. Like they're getting my lats and my my rhomboids and all that fun stuff. It felt great, right? <laughs> Here's the thing. As I'm staring at her white, shiny shoes, all of a sudden, I see one foot kind of disappear. I thought, that's weird. And to my right, I felt the the compression of the table kind of going down. I thought, that's really strange. About two or three seconds later, I see the other foot slightly disappear. Now I really don't know what's happening because I'm thinking, is this girl floating or flying? <laughs> and and then just as quickly as the first compression happened, now the second compression happened. <laughs> and I, I came to the realization that she was straddling my head. <laughs> With and, her ass. And then... As she got closer to the, my lower like back. Like she, she's literally sitting on your head. She's sitting on my head. Her ass cheeks on, are squishing the back of her, your head so she can get your lower back. She's got her cheeks strapped around my head <laughs> to get my lower, like not, like don't walk around the table and get my lower back. Sit on my fucking head. <laughs> and I'm now face, like not only my face down, but my face is compressed into the, it's like, into the it's pillow. Like, <laughs> She was suffocating. I was suffocating just to get a lower back massage. Anyways, that has nothing to do with this podcast, but that's it's, a funny story. It's such a good story. Oh my yeah, god, I a, totally forgot about that's that. That's a good way to start this podcast. And let's bring in our guest. Let's bring in our guest to talk Christina. about the food. No, let's actually because she's amazing. So let's let's uh switch over to some educational stuff because that was just <laughs> too much. Anyways, I need I need to calm it down. I got some funny stories about food too, if you want to go through those, but I can save those. Maybe for let's later. save those. Let's yeah. save another one. All right. Well, yeah. What are we doing? We're listening. We're listening to Christine now. Yeah, let's listen. Let's to her. pop it over. Let's pop her into Christine. Pop and lock. Pop and lock and pop Christine it. And lock. Here, let's do, this. do it. Bake and shake. Shake and what? Shake and bake. You've actually been talking about this all week. Every time we have we have food, you're like, I wonder if this will be. Well, I'm telling you, if you're talking from a guy's perspective, a couple of weeks ago, we're going to introduce you in a second, Christine. I promise you. <laughs> 
Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. <laughs> embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage and toasted coconut and for new customers the lumi starter pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant cream tube deodorant two free products of your choice and free shipping don't miss out as our special offer you get five dollars off lumi starter packs with code tlc at lumideodorant.com that's right over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code tlc that's l-u-m-e deodorant.com control your body odor anywhere with lumi I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we did an interview about the menstrual cycle. We did, yeah. Now, you can imagine, Christine, that the menstrual cycle is not a topic that I I probably <laughs> would love to talk about. I got a lot of information from it, believe it or not. You did. But this episode, this episode is about food and sex, which, yes. let's be honest, those are the two greatest things in the entire world. <laughs> so I've been waiting all week to talk about food and sex and with on, Christine. On that note, let's have our lovely guest to kind of tell us who she is, what she does, all the good stuff. Christine, take it away. Welcome, Christine. Thank you. My name is Christine Delosier. I'm a licensed acupuncturist in private practice, and I specialize in sexual health. I just wrote a book called Diet for Great Sex, Food for Male and Female Sexual Health, and I wrote it with my patients in mind. All of my patients who come to me and who want better sex, and this isn't just people who are having problems with sex. This is just anybody who wants better sex. Because when we think about great sex, usually we're thinking of a psychological phenomena, you know, the right person, the right ambiance. But physiologically, great sex is when our nerves are firing strong, rapid impulses to and from the genitals. It's when our blood vessels are delivering 
abundant blood flow. And it's when our sex hormones are balanced. And most of my patients don't know that, you know, we all know that males need abundant blood flow for, for great sex and for any sex, really. Um, yeah, we do. But most of us don't realize <laughs> that females also need abundant blood flow. It's crucial for pleasure and sexual function. And when we have better blood flow, we have better sex. And that's been shown very clearly in research. So food Super very much affects this trifecta of great sex. And that's what I decided to write about. I, I took a look at the scientific literature out there to just, you know, see what kind of evidence there was, you know, how should we be eating? What will give us the, you know, the best chances at great sex. And I found a ton mm -hmm. of research to support the dietary guidelines that are presented in the book. And uh, so I'm really, really excited to talk to you about that today. Now, Christine, um, I'm a professional and I do my research. <laughs> Did you get the idea behind Diet for Great Sex, the book that you wrote, by watching monkeys? What? Well, you know, that yeah, was, I read some. <laughs> I did. I did. Like it was like, a, know, Darwin, was, like a Darwin moment for you. <laughs> well, you know, I kind of have a scientific, you know, mind. I really do. I, I studied to be a research scientist and I, I didn't pursue a career in that, but I'm you know, I'm, I, I enjoy reading medical literature and, and scientific research. I was watching this documentary on these monkeys in India that would, you know, go around just stealing food from everybody, you know. So they would be on rooftops. They'd sneak into people's windows. And, you know, and I was just thinking, boy, you know, human beings don't know what the hell we should eat. You know what I mean? Other animals, they know what they should eat. I mean, you know, a deer nibbles mm -hmm. from, you know, a bush and nibbles some berries you know, uh, uh, every animal seems to know what's most nutritious for it, except for human beings. We've lost our way. And we kind of rely on other people mm. to tell us what to eat. And so I thought, well, you know, here we have our primate cousins. Um, if we want to, if we want to really learn what we would be eating, you know, in the wild, it would be, I, I thought it was interesting to see what they wanted to eat on, you know, just by choice. And what they would eat was they would, sneak into people's windows and they would come out with a butternut squash. They'd come out with some fruit. They'd, they'd stake out the farm stand, run up, grab as much fruit as they possibly could get their hands on in vegetables and they would run off with it and eat it. And as I looked at the medical or excuse me, the, the literature as well, I, I saw that primates sit around eating leaves all the time. And when you take a look at leaves, it's probably mm -hmm. one of the best things that you could eat for sex because it has so many nutrients that, you know, nourish this trifecta of great sex, the one that we were talking about, you know, it, um, it has all these antioxidants, which protect nerves, and therefore make them fire stronger, quicker impulses uh, to and from our genitals. And what that means is that when our partner touches us, we actually feel more pleasure. When these nerves are firing rapidly, mm. we feel more ple pleasure in response um, to stimulation. It also helps deliver more blood to our genitals as well. It has nitric, um, it has not naturally occurring nitrates, which dilate blood vessels. It also, you know, promotes vascular health, which is, is good in the long run. And it's also got minerals. Um, it reduces cortisol. So leaves reduce cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And that stress hormone, cortisol, interferes with testosterone. And, you know, so that's testosterone is important for libido. It's important for sexual function in males and females. So you just get this 
power packed um, food with just leaves. You know, that's just one dietary change that you can make to get a whole mm-hmm. lot of benefit in the bedroom. I feel like tomorrow no. Ryan is going to be like breakfast, salad, lunch, salad, no. dinner, it, salad, well, as and a leaves. Gu- as a guy, as a guy who who essentially eats like the standardized, you have been steak, eating more chicken, salads lately, though. Steak, chicken, hamburgers, like that's that's what I eat. So I'm I'm curious here because I've been an anti salad guy for the longest time, and Brittany just got me on this kick. Is there a particular leaf that you would recommend? Because we're we're really big into the spinach, which I never thought I would be, but it's it's not that bad. Yeah, it's good. Arugula we like. Sometimes I just yeah, throw in the leaves in our backyard. But I'll be honest with you, Christine. If you if you tell me that it's uh, romaine lettuce, I will start eating romaine lettuce. <laughs> Romaine's good too, but of course the superstar is spinach. This you know yes. spinach has oh my goodness, it has so much to offer. There's even I read one study where they gave patients one serving of spinach, one serving of okay. spinach, and then they measured their salivary nitric oxide, which is what dilates blood vessels and in that you get like this immediate boost. Athletes, you know, use this sort of thing as a pre-workout. And it increased it. One serving of spinach increased salivary nitrates by 800% within a couple hours of eating it. So that's just one meal. Um, Think of how much benefit you can have, you know, eating like that for a couple weeks, a couple months, a couple years. Um, and it's, it's pretty significant. Popeye was onto something really big there with the spinach. Um, okay. So really, really quickly as, as a, with your background in acupuncture, cause I know a lot of people come to you as an acupuncturist for sexual, uh, to increase sexual stimulation, um, to increase their, their, um, what is it? The, the libido. What, how do, how do these two things connect? Cause I, I'm just, well, I'll be honest with you. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's more it's more my passion. So what I would do is I found myself working with my patients and asking them what they would eat. And I would try to give them a dietary plan that would support their treatment goals. And the more, you know, the the more time I spent with that, the more into the um, science aspect I got. So not only did I develop these meal plans, but I also started looking at all the medical literature to say, um, OK, yeah, this actually has evidence to support it. You should be eating this, this and this because we have science to prove it. And so I would take it back to Mm -hmm. my patients and it was basically all to support their treatment goals. I've always been obsessed with diet and nutrition and science. And it just kind of combines all of my passions into one, you know, it combines my specialty and my private practice with what I love to learn about and read about, which is food. So it was just a a good fit. and, And I was just naturally drawn to it. I have a question about, so if spinach, I have like two part of question. So you would say spinach is amazing. Do you have maybe give us two more really great foods to increase maybe your libido or your sex drive or whatever? And then could we also discuss foods that aren't so great to be eating that might drive your sex yeah, drive down absolutely. or do all of the things? Right, <laughs> let's, let's talk about a great one. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes yeah. it can be a daunting thought to completely transform our diet. And especially when food brings us so much comfort, you know, it's scary to think, oh, do I have to just Mm -hmm. completely stop enjoying food? Um, If sometimes I work with patients and I say, why don't we take one meal, lunch, especially during the work week, lunch is one of those things that's really easy 
to make a change and you can get so much benefit from it. So we talked about having a nice big leafy green salad for lunch. And what I would do is I would throw in um, the second thing I would throw in would be a potassium rich food with that, like a baked yam or a baked potato squash, an orange or a mango. Yeah. There's actually not a very big list of what foods have a lot of potassium in it. And it's something that is really important. We would get a lot of benefit by, by eating more potassium. So human beings used to take in about 10 times as much potassium as sodium in our diets. Now we take in about 10 times as much sodium as potassium because of all the processed foods we eat. So what this does is it wreaks right. havoc on our blood vessels. It stiffens them. It um, creates these um, fatty deposits um, on blood vessels, which uh, basically makes it more difficult for them to deliver adequate blood flow. Potassium not only kind of luxuriates the inner lining of these blood vessels, but it also counteracts the stiffening effects of sodium. So um, throwing hmm. in that baked potato with the skin on, because the, the skin contains about 40% of the mineral content, throwing in that baked yam or that baked potato or that, that mango um, adds this, um, this really important nutrient to our diets, which according to the research, about 97% of Americans have a, a potassium deficient diet. So it's something that we're very- Wow. Um, so would you, no, potassium also from bananas, one, correct? Yeah, yeah. Banana. Now, these good sources of potassium have about 20% of your daily potassium. So you got to have more than one. You know, if you get your leafy greens and those have mm. about 20% of your potassium, then you throw in your baked yam and you're getting about 40% of your daily potassium in one meal. Now, what are, what are your thoughts on um, supplements to add the additional amount of potassium? Because some people are pro uh, pro um pills and some people are anti some people say it just goes in and comes out but what are you, what are your thoughts on on adding a potassium pill to your daily routine so um there's a reason that potassium isn't included in most like multivitamins and that sort of thing because if you if you overdo it it can be dangerous you, it's it it you can't really overdo it by eating you know fruits and vegetables but you can overdo it with a supplement and the, the danger with taking especially a single mineral on its own, like a single, you know, calcium supplement or a single magnesium supplement, is that all of these minerals compete with one another. And, it, and it's almost like, you know, we're not that smart to figure out the exact, um, you know, all of the exact <laughs> ratios of these minerals. We're not, you know, so when you take calcium, it actually competes with iron. So it can interfere with iron absorption. When you take zinc, it can interfere with magnesium absorption. When you take magnesium, it can interfere with calcium absorption. So you basically can inter in inadvertently create a deficiency in another mineral by boosting this, you know, focusing on one supplement. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's a dangerous game, quite honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I, I feel like say I it would be okay to maybe take a mall a mineral. I feel like I have a slightly inappropriate question. <laughs> okay, so there's a myth. Oh, I, I like that this is the most fun. <laughs> eating when men eat is it pineapple? I knew this was quite. I knew sorry, you were going to ask this I'm question. Sorry, I want to know. I heard that like when men eat pineapple, they're the spermies the, like taste better. They taste better, and I just can't imagine for the life of me it ever tasting like sweet. <laughs> like it tastes like whale 
Buckley's. We don't need to talk about what it tastes like, but the, it, but is the myth true? <laughs> does know, does pineapple make things I don't better? I don't know of any yeah, evidence about that. I, I haven't actually looked it up, though, to be honest with you. So I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I know that if you took pineapple juice as a chaser, it would probably taste a lot better. <laughs> but I don't know if, if you know, eating pineapple is <laughs> <laughs> That is such a solid that advice. That is probably the best answer I will think I will ever get from a doctor Next about pineapple somebody, and cum. Somebody says... <laughs> Somebody well, if says, you use it as a chaser, I bet you it'll taste better. That's probably the most honest, too. Because they're all like, no, that's wrong. That doesn't work. Oh, that's amazing. Speaking, speaking of food, oh, I know, actually, we forgot to answer. Is there a food that we should not be eating? Because yes. I'm guessing that a lot of it is sodium-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Within 30 minutes of a high-sodium meal, blood vessels are measurably stiffer, according to research. And they've actually measured this by measuring... Um, uh, the function of, you know, arterial function. And they can see that arteries don't function as well uh, after eating high salt. Of course, in the long mm. term, again, we get, you know, more longstanding damage to arteries. The other thing is high fat. So after a single high fat meal, arteries will be stiffer. You know, there's good fats, there's bad fats. Um, after a high omega-3 meal, actually, it helped <laughs> arteries, even though they're higher in fat, you know, even though something like salmon, for example, is higher in fat, it actually improved arterial function after eating it. Uh, but high sugar, high fat, high salt, those are the three uh, the three things to be wary of when we're thinking about great sex. So in my book, I talk about a date night sex menu. There's actually research to show what foods actually have an immediate effect on our either hormones or our blood Ooh, vessels. Oh, yeah, let's talk about and those. those mm-hmm. You want to stay clear of in the short run and in the long run. So uh, the things that you want to definitely have on your date night sex menu for, you know, better arterial function right away are a high potassium food, the um, high nitrate foods like spinach and um, high polyphenol. It's a type of antioxidant that you can find in berries or apples. So um, you eat those and you'll get um, better arterial function. If you eat like a high sugar, it'll dump your testosterone. It actually definitely tanks your testosterone right after eating a high sugar meal. And a high-fat meal oh. and a high-salt meal will, will stiffen blood vessels. So, like, me, skip dessert no, if you want to well, have is, dessert in What I was going to say is because wine is wine is full of sugar. Yes. And wine is something that you typically have. Like, And I'm, I'm asking this question, Christine, because truth be told, tomorrow night is our date night, and I'm planning it. <laughs> We're going to be having salads. And I can guarantee you that my menu is going to consist of all the things that you just talked about. But Shots of pineapple juice just lined up on the counter 100%. <laughs> no, but but all seriousness, wine is, wine is something that always actually gets us in the mood. But what I'm hearing is that yeah. with the sugar, that's probably not a good idea. Well, like a low-cal low sugar wine would be good. There's okay, a bunch so of those. This is what I would suggest you do. What I would suggest is you have a margarita night instead. If oh. you if you really want to indulge in something like that and you and you squeeze your um your citrus fresh because oh, vitamin C is one of those things that'll give you a, a it actually boosts mood within two hours of eating a high vitamin C meal. Secondly, I just read a study the other day about how um, people who take in more vitamin C actually have more sex which I thought was really wow. interesting. That's not going to benefit you like on date night per se, but mm-hmm. over the long haul. So, but the, um, then you have your, you know, you just have your tequila and you've got your citrus in there. And, um, so it's, uh, 
it's not going to have as much uh, sugar if you just stick with the the lemons and limes, you know, for your for your. I drink. really like that Consider idea. Consider it done. Yes, like I'm so down for the tequila night. Consider it done. Now I got a quick I got a quick question for you for the men that listen to for the eight or nine men that listen to this <laughs> podcast on a weekly basis. Um, we have a lot of women. No, that's not true. I'm kidding. I know People there's say more. that and I'm then kidding. all of their husbands are like, we listen together. So. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's I'm totally kidding. 12. The demographics would indicate that the, it's a high percentage of women. Um, but my question for you is, okay, so let's say, for instance, you want to, how do I word this? You know what? Screw it. You want to you have a longer, stronger, harder uh, erection <laughs> and you don't want to go the Viagra route. There are things like, you know, horny, horny goat um, that I've heard of, uh, monkey, Spanish, Spanish, Spanish fly. fly. Mm-hmm. What, and, and I know in some of your stuff, you talk about cracking those codes and those myths. Do any, is there anything besides Viagra that would work for that? Yeah, there, there, the whole, the book has a whole chapter on culinary herbs and spices and also, you know, um, more, uh, medicinal kind of herbs and spices that actually have some research to show that they actually work. There are some that can work in the short term too. Um, culinarily, the only one that I saw any evidence that it actually worked really quickly was clove. Um, and then hmm. the other, the second culinary aphrodisiac that's been studied a lot is saffron that has uh, quite a bit of research on it, more than all the others showing that it actually does work. The, um, Interesting. the, the medicinal kind of herbs, a lot of them... <sighs> A lot of them, the, the problem with them is that the amount that you need to have an effective dose to actually get some benefit out of it is dangerously close to the amount that might cause toxicity. So anybody who's considering something like oh, that, Jesus. you want to be working with an herbalist. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, so work with okay. an herbalist. Let's not you know, if, you're, if you want to take something stronger, work with an herbalist on it. You were asking hypothetically. Ryan, right? Well, I'm just thinking like tomorrow's date <laughs> night. Um, I realize that we're going to do tequila. We're going to do orange slices. We're going to do s- s- spinach. We're going to be really drunk. We're going to avoid no the bread in there. We're going to avoid the chocolates. We're going to uh, we're going to avoid the carbs. We're going to well, not the carbs, but the the sugar sugary carbs mm-hmm. like breads. Um, and I was just thinking like you know maybe there's something that we could take that just gets you, us in the mood. You're going to be in the background, just like my Amazon order of you know bagged saffron came in. <laughs> I don't even know what saffron. Is I'll be honest with you. I thought I saw I thought saffron was like a material for a shirt. No, that's chiffon. Whatever. There you go. There you go. Okay, so Christine, can you maybe just tell the viewers where they can find you, um, like your website? Maybe again, drop your book title. We'll also put your link to purchasing your book, um, which is available on Amazon in our bio. Um, but just tell everyone where they can find you if they want to find more about all of this juicy stuff. What to, what not to eat. Sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. It's my website is dietforgreatsex.com. And you can find my book on Amazon. It's called Diet for Great Sex. And it's by Christine Delosier. That's my name. Um, you can contact me via my website and um, I'm also on social media. Amazing. Thank That's you so fantastic. much for, for coming on and, and like getting Ryan very excited about tomorrow. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? You know what? I think it, I think it's really one of my big takeaways from from this, and I thank you for this because you talked about the mental versus the physical, and and so much about sex lately has been talked about mental, 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 mental. But there is a physical component to it at the end of the day, and not too many people are talking about the physical component that's involved in it. They talk about the stresses of it all, and and the mood of it all, and and that's all great, grand, and wonderful. But sometimes you just want to put something in your mouth and get a little horny. You know what I'm saying? Well, that came out really wrong oh that oh jesus that actually came out <laughs> terribly wrong now that i think about oh my god on oh, that note jesus i'm sorry that did not that's not what i meant by that right sure thank you again christine we really really appreciated talking with you that is you. not what i meant by that i swear to god oh i'm terribly embarrassed in front of you christine have a wonderful night <laughs> thank you so much appreciate it bye I'm so high.